testing, testing, one, two, three, testing, testing, one, two, three. You already know who it is. It's your boy, BJL, a.k.a. Mr. Get It Done, a.k.a. Brandon Johnson Lee, a.k.a. The Hood Genius, a.k.a. The Badlands Stoop Kid That Never Been. Yeah, I know y'all already heard my AKs from the last one, so I'm going to get straight into it. Got a new guest on today. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Go ahead. Hi, everyone. My name is Gianni. I help uh, women who have experienced heartbreak in their relationships heal and regain their power. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> so, uh, speak to the importance of uh, loving and recovering from like a broken heart. Um, I think that it's important to recover from a broken heart because. What will happen if you don't is that you'll repeat the same cycle in your next relationship. Mm. I think we all know, like, the person who always dates an alcoholic or always dates a cheater, and you're like, well, don't you see the pattern? Like, he looks exactly like your ex. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> but it's, the person hasn't learned the lesson yet. Right. So you have to take the time in between to heal. Mm-hmm. So that you can enter a new relationship with a different perspective. Great. So you're saying sometimes people can fall in love with like a prototype of a person and then they keep uh, getting stuck in the cycle of dating the same person? Yeah, and I love that you you use the word prototype, but um, I mean, we all have like a type, right? But Mm -hmm. I don't mean like physical attributes, but the prototype of the experience that is familiar to your nervous system in terms of relationships. Mm, so it's like a specific attributes of a person that they'd be, well, negative attributes. Yeah, yeah well, it could be positive. The problem is that most of us are programmed negatively. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> mm. That's interesting. So how do they uh, decide to turn the negativity, I guess, off and reach to the positive uh, side that's what I consider healing work and it's healing through what I believe are your childhood wounds mm. things that you um, didn't deal with before and couldn't deal with before okay okay so how does a person uh, step out of their comfort zone and seek healing from like an outside source because you know a lot of people they like to deal with things on their own and internally even myself when I had my own issues going on like in my neighborhood I would be like alright man I got a problem with this person or that person but I would handle it on the inside and then it would turn into a conflict internally how do they uh, find comfort and then be able to seek help like to a person like you or another outside resource yeah see uh it must be like a man thing not wanting to get help because mm. i don't really resonate with that <laughs> okay okay i believe that um you're doing your best right in every situation that you're confronted with mm-hmm. you're doing your best with the resources available to you and so if you knew better you would have done better mm. if you knew the intricacies of what it takes to get out of of like your situation you wouldn't be in it because you know better right right so if you want to get out then you need to say okay who has what i want Mm. and do what they do do what they say realize that you don't know it all and that it takes it takes a bigger you to 
cannot be in that situation. Mm. It takes the next level you see um, to overcome it. It takes the um, the zoomed out perspective because you're in it, right? So you you don't see everything. Mm. That's very interesting. So I do want to ask that then, uh, since it's geared to war. Excuse me, it's geared more towards women. Is there like do you guys have like more of a community base that where they are uh, more acceptable to reaching out to help? Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like how, I don't know if you've experienced this in your relationship and in your life, but like when girls get together, we talk about everything that's going on. Mm. And when guys get together, my perception has always been they talk about sports and yeah, everything's fine. But no one gets into any details about everything. You're just... (laughs) talking about superheroes in the movies or whatever mm-hmm. but no one's talking about like the real vulnerabilities and the real like depth um in i mean i'm sure you have those moments but not like in general mm-hmm. so all right like what kind of well i know you don't want to give up all your secrets and stuff that, that you do but like what's a method maybe uh people could use to like start healing even for guys or people that's in a friendship going through some maybe two family members uh falling out like how do they get back to recovering from the broken uh hearted or the conflict and get to the healing like what's a good method they could try well i think that accepting that the other person did their best is the first step mm. Like, we all have mommy and daddy issues, right? Mm. Knowing that they didn't hurt you on purpose, they didn't neglect you on purpose, even though that was your perspective at the time, um, you think something's wrong with you, that they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, what you think they're supposed to be doing, right? Mm. They're doing their best. So the other person is doing the best of what they can, and it's up to you to decide to forgive not because they deserve it, but because you want to be free. Mm. Mm. Because when you have resentment and you have um, just like unforgiveness in your heart, it's like a weight on you. Sometimes the other person doesn't even care. They're just out and about. And you're like, how can you not care about this? Don't you see that I'm hurting? Right, right. And you don't actually need the other party involved mm. in order to do your own inner work of just releasing it and releasing them and just saying, you know, I can't deal with you. Maybe you're not the kind of person I can have in my life, mm. but I choose not to harbor anything against you. Mm. Mm. Interesting, interesting. So, uh, like, well, I, I, the women that I've been around, like my mom, my wife, my aunts, they always talk about uh, women's empowerment. And then one thing I noticed when watching your videos, you said the same thing, and then you started off claiming your power. Like, can you speak to the importance of claiming your power? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I do want to clarify about women um, and their rights and, and all that kind of thing is that it should never be about taking other people down. I know that a lot of times, um, like the women's rights movement, in mm-hmm. my opinion, has been about men have victimized us and now we're taking our power back. Mm. And I think that's the opposite of power. I think that is still a victimhood mentality. I think power is... I mean, if you're still seeing yourself as someone who was subjugated, then you're a victim. Mm -hmm. You're not powerful. To 
to me, it's about we have our rights and they have their rights. It's about us being powerful as a community, mm. not about um, someone being over someone else. If I'm over you, then it's, then it's not really power, it's dictatorship, you know what I mean? Mm. Power is only power when it's chosen, when it's claimed. Not when it's taken, not when it's stolen, not when someone else is being hurt in return. Mm. And so I believe that as women step into their proper roles of what they were meant to be, what they were created for, that their families thrive and that they, they thrive as people because um, sometimes we get it twisted, like especially when we become moms, we think that we have to sacrifice ourselves for our children, we have to sacrifice ourselves for our husband when really our relationship should be healthy for all of us, where mm. my needs are met and you get to get your needs met too. Mm. And no one has to sacrifice, but that we're creating win-win situations for everyone so that we can all be nourished and we can all come to each other from a place of wholeness. Mm-hmm. I like that, the win-win. So can they... Uh same thing be applied to sometimes I'm on social media and I see family members going back and forth at it. Can these same methods be applied to say a brother and a sister are going through something or a sister and a sister or a cousin and a cousin or um, a mom and a, and a daughter. Can these same uh, methods of like maybe empowering and channeling something on your inner help with that too? Yeah, I think that the best thing that really helps with relationships is setting boundaries. Mm. It's knowing what you're willing to participate in in any given relationship. Mm. Because sometimes we think that our place is to step in and fix it, but it's a boundary for yourself to say, you know what, this person needs to go through their own situation, whatever it is, and maybe right now what I need to do is remove myself. Maybe right now what I need distance maybe that's the most loving thing you can do is love them from afar mm. it might not always be a bad thing um and and see how they come around because you can't really force yourself on people you know right but if what happens is that a lot of the times we um we get drawn in by the toxicity and we we perpetuate it mm. And sometimes it's not the way to end the cycle is saying, I'm happy, I love you, I'm happy to be in a relationship with you in these terms, with these conditions, because I can't, I, I'm not that person anymore. Mm. I just refuse to participate in whatever that is. Very, very done, of course. <laughs> <laughs> very interesting. So what kind of, you know, programs are you uh, currently offering for you know, your business and transforming love. So I do um, mentoring services where I work with women one-on-one mm-hmm. on um, Skype calls, Zoom calls, uh, it's like video conferencing. Mm-hmm. That's what I do mostly. Um, I also have digital programs available for purchase um, that they could do for self-study if they wanted as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Can you give like a good lesson or something that uh, anybody listening could carry with them if they're going through something or if they're happy right now and they, what if they have a friend that's going through something and they want to help their friend out? How do you be a supportive friend while you know somebody that's going through something? I think that um, the best thing you can do for someone else is to not see them as broken. Mm. 
Gates, I'm your friend. I want to hold the vision of you who is whole, who is complete, who has everything that they dream of. Mm. I want a dream for you. I don't want to see you as... Um, sometimes we have these, like, we we put people in a box. Like, this person is this way, and mm. this is what they're capable of. <laughs> right. Even the people we love, it's just human nature. Right. So I think that the best thing that we can do for other people is to love them and and be willing to challenge our own views of who they are and allow them the space to grow mm. to who they want to become. Mm. Very nice. Oh, there's something I ask every parent that uh, comes on. I always <laughs> ask them, how do you do it? How are you balancing your entrepreneurship, wanting to do a business, and balancing being a parent i even had my cousin on one time and my little cousin hey he was he was crying he was like hey it's, it's my turn i want my daddy time and my cousin said all right Aww. picked him up patted him down and then went right back into going to the podcast and business so i always ask all the parents how did how are you handling do how are you balancing i guess work uh mommy life plus entrepreneurship life where you're helping people transform their lives how are you holding it down at home and then helping people on the outside at the same time? I have, I think, what is a different perspective than other people mm-hmm. because I believe that my business and the lifestyle that I'm creating should support me. Mm. I don't believe that I'm, um, it's, it's meant to create freedom for me. Okay. It's meant to, to allow me to be there for my family. Mm. And so, for me, it's more about prioritizing and being intentional about where things fit into my life. So, uh, I'm working so that I can create freedom for myself right. so that I can choose and have options um, of how I want to manage my schedule, how I want to, um, you know, if I want to go somewhere. Right. So, I never feel like my business is tying me down or that I'm subjected to it, but that it, you know, works for me. Mm. And, um... And I think that by having that mindset from the onset of it, um, it's really helped to grow something that isn't like out of control, (laughs) but but that it fits into whatever I want for it to, the role that it's meant to have in my life. Mm -hmm. Very understandable, very understandable. So uh, let the people know uh, where they could find you all your socials your website and how they can find out more about you i've watched a couple of your videos and i'm like okay i need to go back and watch even more because i'm i'm learning a lot of information and stuff that i didn't know (laughs) or a bunch of concepts that i didn't even you know think about and i said it gave me a chance to reflect on things that i've experienced in my life like even in the past so can you tell the people where they can find you at and how they can get uh some help if they need help or just if they need a listening ear where they can reach you at yeah sure so my website is giannisanders.com mm-hmm. and that's g-e-a-n-n-i-e-s-a-n-d-e-r-s.com mm-hmm. my email address is connect at giannisanders.com and i'm on facebook as the love transformation coach and youtube as well all right all right well people that's who we have for this time i'm gonna make sure i put all her links in the description properly. 
I told you I'm getting better at that. I'm going to keep on getting better and keep on rocking and rolling. And I'm going to make sure I get a proper uh, picture of her setup. I know people was telling me, hey, man, why is it always showing up with just pictures of you? I'm not that arrogant to where I only want it to be me. I'm, I'm getting everybody's pictures and linking those together, too. But you already know who it is. It's Brandon Johnson Lee, a.k.a. BJL, a.k.a. Mr. Get It Done, a.k.a. The Hood Genius, a.k.a. The Badland Stoop Kid That Never Been Stupid, a.k.a. I Got Too Many A.K.A.'s To Keep Going and I Run Out Of Recording. So uh, I'll holler at y'all on the next one. And you know the rules. Always, always get it done. Peace.